your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I, I kind of want to backtrack on something I mentioned before because we haven't really spoken about this on a show because we haven't had the time. And I really, mm-hmm. I have been letting this boil for the longest time with you. And I'll have, I'll let you have the floor. Mm-hmm. And I already know the historical circumstances behind this, but I would like you to explain to the people why there's no such thing as an original sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because five out of those six teams uh, came along way later and 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 they're not they're only considered the original six because the nhl really just wanted to promote uh them as such so yeah like and it drives me crazy when you know you have fans of uh the the bruins the rangers the red wings um you can even throw toronto in there the only team that can say they are an original is Montreal. Yeah. Because they are. All of the all the other five came later. Yeah. Uh there some people can make an argument, I guess, for Toronto because there's this weird dynamic with Toronto. Like they there was a Toronto team but they that existed the same they well they existed the same time as Montreal. Are we and then there was like a second team that came in, which became the Montreal, or excuse me, the the uh, Toronto Maple Leaves. But they were the and then, yeah, and then so, yeah. yeah, and then but and then was, that other team. But there was also a Montreal team at the time, the Maroons as well. Who, there was right, yeah. right. Oh, there was a bunch of teams, oh, and all like, those other I, teams don't exist anymore. And, the only and, team that made it out of that was Montreal. Well, here's the thing, and, and I'm curious what the guys on the show think about this, but. There was, they weren't called, I, I don't know off the top of my head, I, I remember reading about this, but they weren't, there was a team in Ottawa, and I'm not, I believe, I might be wrong, but I believe they were called the Senators, but they were one of those teams that only lasted for about two years, two, three years, yeah. and I believe they won the first Stanley Cup ever. Right. Do you consider, now they have, they, they were defunct and then they came back, do you consider the Ottawa, the present day Ottawa centers as an original, I guess we could call them seven. If, if you want to make that argument, because they, they were, you know, there were teams that were rebranded, you know, like, like Toronto was the arenas. And right. then I believe they were the St. Pat's or vice versa. And then they ended up becoming the Maple Leafs. Um, right. Uh, I believe I the, don't yeah. think, I don't think they were the senators. I don't, there was a team in Ottawa but I don't think they were the senators. Uh, I'll have to look that up. Or maybe they were just called like the uh, Ottawa hockey team. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, there was a team in Seattle before there was a team oh, yeah. in New York. You know what I mean? So, but, but it's just th- this, this mindset that people have of when you say you're a fan of a hockey team outside of the original six and, and they, they turn your nose up to you. It's like, Oh, you're not a real team. You're, you're not original six. Well, it's like, no, like, the, the mindset of like original six is those are the original teams that started the NHL. Yeah. That is not the case. That's not, yeah. it's not reality. Well, I think the best way 
obviously I'm not serious with this, but I think it would be a, a funny way to kind of promote the league because there would be so much argument around it is Gary Bettman comes out all Senator Palpatine style and says, <laughs> we are going to reorganize the NHL into the original 30 and just leave <laughs> Seattle and Vegas out of it. Vegas out of it, yeah. And, and he just like I raises mean, his hands and you have all the franchises just standing in front of him and you just have Vegas <laughs> and, and Seattle. But here's the, the thing though, like I, I, I like that the NHL has that. Like they're they're the only sport that really has that, you know. There, there's a you go to NHLShop.com and there is a section for the original six. I have and you can buy gear. Hat and I, I got it's yeah. Sick. yeah it's sick. yeah. I have an original six uh, hoodie sweatshirt. Like it's great. So I I I like the the, you know the style. You can sell that, oh, but you know for the fans like. Get over yourself. You, yeah. you if I, unless you are a fan of Montreal, uh your your you know Boston Bruin fandom <laughs> is is as is as legit well, as 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 you are to the lightning as I am to the avalanche, we're all in the same boat. The only one that can claim they're an original is is Montreal. That's well, it. I don't I don't you know what's the funny thing is that I went to school in New England and obviously I, I interacted with a lot of Boston fans and Obviously, I grew up a Rangers fan, and the teams, and 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 I had family who were Blackhawk fans. You never heard that argument from the American teams. I feel like this is just kind of like a Canadian thing, and the thing, and, and the one term that I've seen used over and over again, whether it was in Ken Dryden's book. By the way, if you're a hockey nerd like me, go ahead and read Ken Dryden's book, The Game. It's literally the book on hockey. For anyone listening mm-hmm. out there, if you want to read a nice book on hockey. Um, but he references it, historian Dave Stubbs, who you've seen on like the top 100 hockey uh, promos that NHL did back in the day when they were announcing for the 100th anniversary. He's the guy, if you don't know who I'm talking about, he's staring into your soul, into the camera while talking about uh, like Vezina when he was a player in the league. Um, right. <clears throat> they refer it to, he wrote a book actually and it's called our game and and that's what it comes down to is that the canadians as not as a team but as a country believe that they invented like this they have ownership direct ownership over the game of hockey which a is wrong i'm about i'm schooling everybody right now with this right now not a is wrong b the game came from a mixture of games in the middle east England, Ireland, so you know mm-hmm. uh, that's where you get the the term "shinny" from, or wh- whatever way you want to pronounce it. But yeah, and, and I think it's what it comes to that. It comes down to a historical snobbishness over who invented the game, and you know, well, these are the original teams. Look, they're two out of the six are from Canada. Uh, because really, I don't know if you've seen this from any American teams or fans of American teams, but. I've never heard a Ranger fan say, yeah, original six. Like, you know, I've never seen that. I've mm. never, I've been to MSG for, for a bunch of Ranger games. I've never yeah. heard anybody say that. I've never heard a Boston <laughs> Bruin fan say it. I especially have never heard a Chicago Blackhawks fan say it. So, uh, I've, I, I think, yeah, I think definitely. Or a Red, or a Red Wings uh, fan. Yeah. I, th- I think, 
you know, Canada's want to like lay claim to it. And I think for Canada, what, you know, it might have originated in another country, but if they want to say like they took it and maybe like perfected it, then yeah. fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like, it's like, uh, you know, like pizza. Like a lot of people think like oh. the Italians invented pizza. They didn't. No. The Chinese invented pizza, but, uh, you know, the Italians perfected it. And it's like, you know, the smartphone. Sure. Like Apple invented the smartphone, but Android perfected it. Yes, I'm an Android user and they are better than iPhones. So like it's okay if you're if you didn't create the sport, but I'll, fine, I'll give credit to to uh, Canada if they want to say they took it and, and ran with it and it's their national sport. So and I think that's where it kind of gets hung up is because that's what they're known for. So they want to kind of rewrite the history and say, like, go back as far as they can to where it was created by them. Not necessarily the case, but that's okay. It's all right. Not, yeah. You know, removing any points of how good you are at it because you didn't create it. Well, but um, even with that, it's there's even like an argument within that is that now there there's also an argument going on that wait, who perfected the game? Was it Quebec or was it Montreal? You know, yeah and, right. and that's uh, a, that's like a whole other thing as well it's 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 really um it's so weird like you know you guys haven't won a cup since the 90s like you have bigger problems than who who invented you know the game of hockey but i i guess like <laughs> it's the same thing with i love i love messing with the canadian fans i did it the entire i did it the entire stanley cup finals um and i did it with the lock on canadians people too all right, let's take a quick break to hear from betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and NFL is right around the corner and you can track all of that action at BetOnline. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, football, and UFC and MMA. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep and make their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. And when you do, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. It's a bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, but it, it it's so it, it's the same thing with baseball. It's the same thing, I guess, to a certain degree with football. There's really no, there's really no kind of debate in basketball, from what I know of. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole original six thing. I I just think it's it's a good way to really, you know brand and promote the sport but if you're going to sit down and have like an actual real conversation about you know who these teams are what and what it, it really doesn't matter and mm -hmm. even if it does like you don't see baseball like promoting the red Sox, the white Sox. you know even the yankees weren't exactly they didn't start out as the yankees they were some other team i believe they started out in yeah. baltimore and then they moved up to the city but it, it's so funny how hockey fans get sensitive especially those up in canada um get sensitive about this topic but i get it though it's it's their sport 
You know what I mean? Like that that's what they hang their hat on. That's what every kid grows up playing. Uh and they take it serious. And and, and they get yeah, they do take it. They are a little bit sensitive about it. But I respect that. I'm fine with that. I got no problem about that. So but I, you mentioned, you know, early Yankee uh I can't remember what the heck they were called before the Yankees, but weren't they basically the um, Orioles? They were the or they were the, the Highlanders when they moved to New York. I know that. But really? they're but their their logo was like a uh, one of those trolley cars. That's what they were. The, yeah. I think that's what they were. The, the New York like trolleys or trolley cars or something like that. Because I remember I was watching the Ken Burns uh, baseball, which is just the, the best the, freaking the 12, thing. The twelve art documentary. Dude, like I can watch that every single day of my life, man. Oh my god, anything that he does is great, but the the baseball one is just spectacular. Yeah, I mean, he should also produce one of our crossover episodes because he would love the the hours of content. Just yeah, oh yeah, no. but yeah. Uh, no, it is interesting. Like even the whole thing with like football, like with the Bears. I mean, and the St. Louis Cardinals, and then they were originally the Chicago. I believe they were also the Chicago Cardinals, which is like insane to even think about. Yeah. Um, and then how like. <clears throat> The Cleveland Browns were like at one point the best team in the NFL, which is wild to even think about right now. Yeah, uh, at this point in time, where they are, um, and then like the lore, and I'm curious because you never really hear it this much. Like, because one of the craziest stories I think of all of sports is how the Maras became an ownership of the Giants. I don't know if you know this story. Um, no, so Wellington Mara, who was one of the owners a couple of back in the day and he died in the early two thousands. Uh, his granddaughters are Kate and uh, Rooney Mara and he the actress, did, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Actually, I was at a couple of games where Kate sang the national anthem before she, before oh, wow. shooter, before shooter came out, which was pretty cool. Um, McGavin. Huh? Shooter yeah. McGavin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so his father, won the Giants in a poker game. No, really? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, this was when? The 20s, the 20s, 30s. So, like, you're talking about probably if you had to guess the net worth of the Giants back then in the 20s, 30s, probably, let's say, 500,000, maybe. Because how much were wow. tickets back then? Like ten cents. I don't know if they were that. I mean, they were cheap, but that's that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm curious if like there's any stories in the National Hockey League where, the, well, uh, we're we're you know the hockey writers. There's a guy who wrote a story. This came out last week about. Um, Joe Sackick and how he like his entire career, he's kind of like indirectly just like always like fleecing the New York Rangers. And I had heard this story about when um, the Rangers signed him to an offer sheet when he was playing and his playing days. Yeah. And the way that it was structured was, um, and I remember hearing the story, but, uh, I think I, I read it like Adrian Data wrote about it and I read it a few years ago in his book and I, I kind of forgot about it, but they, he was a free agent 
they signed him to an offer sheet. And the way that the offer sheet was structured was they were going to pay him $15 million as a signing bonus, which then was kind of like unheard of. And and a lot, I guess a lot of teams around the league were kind of like annoyed that the Rangers would do that. So the Avalanche had to match that. Mm. And the the ownership of the Avalanche at the time was also into like the entertainment business. Yes. And they uh, they had a movie coming out called Air Force One with Harrison Ford. Yes, I know. That and movie. and they took like they they moved money around somehow that they took fifteen million dollars from that movie, or I, I put put fifteen dollars fifteen million dollars up against that movie. I don't know how. Th- they they got the movie Air Force One involved somehow some way and got fifteen million dollars to match the offer for the New York Rangers, uh, and Joe Sakic stayed in Avalanche and was paid fifteen million dollars that day that he was he signed. So because of Harrison Ford and Air Force One, Joe Sakic remained a Colorado Avalanche for the entirety of his career. That's like <laughs> they they that all right you know what I thought like. The poker story with the Giants was cool, and and then you come in with this ridiculousness. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That, that's what. Like, I'm curious if like they, I, I I need to be like a fly on the wall for that because like, how did that work out? Where like he was in a scene where like he's one of the guys Harrison Ford throws off the plane. No, like, he's not in the movie. Oh, that would have been. He's not in the movie. Great. No, no, no. <laughs> like. The financing. It's something about the financing. The financing of the movie. Uh, so they did took, he get, they took, Yeah, go ahead. Did they get like did he get like some sort of royalty out of it? I don't know. Because that's the I only way know. I can think about it. Like because you've heard stories about that in the past, how like actors and actresses, instead of getting a salary for a film that they really believe in, um, they just take the royalties out and they actually end up making more than what they would have paid. Let's take another quick little break to hear from rockauto.com. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket save time and money when using rock auto it's a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years the prices are reliably low for every customer so go explore their easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. And did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. And when you talk to Built Bar fans, they all have their flavor of choice. And you can pick yours between flavors such as coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, including 
the always famous limited edition flavors. So if you haven't tried them, you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of nine flavors. And not only are the Built Bar flavors best tasting, but they are healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180. Only four or five grams of sugar. Only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off of your orders. Promo code, once again, is LOCKED15. And that's at builtbar.com. But that's yeah, like, so, that's ridiculous. Like, imagine like today, <clears throat> and that kind of reminds me of like the story of when the, the Rangers, when LeBron first left Cleveland the first time, uh, before he signed with Miami, uh, the, the, the Knicks called him, I believe Wade was with him as well. I don't know if Chris Bosch was with him with him but they they sat down it was like a joint meeting to sign both of them and the knicks hired james galdafini to play oh tony soprano in a video basically saying how if you sign with new york you sign on to be like part of i wouldn't say the mob because that's just like a weird angle then it's the knicks (laughs) but like i I remember that yeah and I feel like, do you think like that would imagine like the meeting? It was like, the, the, the was come on, LeBron. Wasn't it come on, LeBron? Like yeah. that was the whole thing in New York was come on, LeBron. It, it like, but like Sopranos, come on. Like you couldn't have, I, I, I don't even, it, it's blowing my mind right now. Still even say, so here's this out loud. Let me see. The, in 1997, the Avalanche were still getting their feet wet in the city of Denver. Um, at the time, the Avalanche were owned by Ascent Entertainment. Ascent also owned the Denver Nuggets. Um, all right, the New York Rangers weren't shy about plucking a particularly juicy peach off the tree by the name of Joe Sackick. Uh, the Rangers, let's see, so New York gave Sackick a three year offer worth 21 million. The sneaky part of the offer was the fact that Sackick's annual salary was only $2 million. The Rangers included a $15 million signing bonus up front. Coming up with that cash to pay Sackick $17 million to, year, to uh, that year to stay in Denver seemed like an impossible task. Ascent just didn't seem to be in a position to liquidate that much money. Um, so let's see. I got to find the first uh, the Avalanche Nuggets were under new construction for the Pepsi Center. The organization sold off several of the luxury suites to gather some cash. Ascent also held a stake in the movie Air Force One starring Harrison Ford, and the success of the film uh, meant there was enough money to pay Joe. That's wild. Pretty crazy. You don't see that stuff anymore. And that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. 25 years ago? 24 years ago? Like, yeah. So I, I actually, while you were saying that, I pulled up an article from Fansighted, and it's talking about the what if, if, okay. if Joe Sackick ends up signing that deal with the Rangers. You're talking about him playing with Wayne Gretzky. Um, yeah. And I believe Messier. Um, when did Messier leave? Because I believe Messier was there for Gretzky's last two seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Here, I'll bring up his stats. Um, and then 
it, it it's I don't know, but here's the thing: like Richter is still very good at that time. And I actually, it's funny. I watched Gretzky's last game the other day, and they ended up losing that Gretzky's last game to the Penguins, who had Yager, who was like the best player in the league at that time. What and was Gretzky's last year? Ninety-seven, I believe. No, ninety-nine. So, I'm sorry, it was ninety-nine. I believe ninety-eight, ninety-nine, or ninety-nine, two thousand. I believe it was. It was ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Yeah. Yeah, so he was in Vancouver. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because he was in Vancouver for both oh, of those Van- But I feel like the Rangers <laughs> would have made a deal because they, at that point, because um, didn't they bring Messier back when uh, he when Gretzky originally got signed? Because I remember they were filming, they filmed commercials together in Ranger jerseys, and maybe he only played one season. Uh, so let's see. So. <clears throat> Messier went to Vancouver in 97-98. Okay. Okay, so let's bring up Wayne Gretzky here. Gretzky got to New York in 96-97. So they only played one year together. Really? And from all accounts, they they were in the mix um, at that point in time to win a cup, which is crazy to even think about those two that's crazy i i did not realize that until right now that they only played one year together in new york yeah wow wow that that makes it even more surprising that messier would leave now or did he did he like what was the i don't know the, I feel like something happened where he re, he retired or there was a dispute i i never got the full story on that hmm. but is that you have to Think about is that possibly the greatest duo in sports history? Because, uh, I mean, <clears throat> at the time they hooked up, no, like it, they, they were well, kind of no. on the downswing. I, I'm talking more about like Edmonton. <clears throat> oh, god, yeah, <laughs> holy crap, yeah, like you have Dogger yeah. Lemieux, <laughs> you have I don't even know what you would equate to football because I feel like two players obviously don't make you know make a a team but i guess you could say maybe i don't know like peyton manning and marvin harrison and indianapolis but Mm. um maybe jeff george and like his his numerous uh teams that Uh, he played for um trying to think like basketball pippen and jordan uh Shaq and Kobe. Um, hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, Landis Gog and McKinnon. I, <laughs> I throwing up names. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that is. But it's weird. Like, hockey's not looked at like that, though. You know what I mean? It's not looked at like at duos like basketball is or. Uh, I guess you could do football, like you're saying, like a quarterback to receiver type of thing. But but I feel like back then when they played together, like when they were winning all those cups, I feel like you were able to get by with two great players like that. Like yeah, the Penguins won back-to-back cups with Yager and Lemieux. Yes, they had supporting cast of players who were very good. But really, when it comes down to it, it's you know those two guys spearheaded it. And I, and I guess to kind of make the, the connection with the Lightning – you know, yeah, they they are a fantastic all around team, but when people 
who are just, you know, kind of just skimming the surface of hockey history and looking at it, when you look at these back-to-back championships, you're going to really remember most Kucherov and Vasilevsky. Definitely Vasilevsky. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, he, I think he, I don't, I, I think, man, I, this might be a little bit blasphemous to say this, but I think the way he played this season, this playoffs, I think if you don't have Kucherov, I think if they don't win, they still like come within a game of coming close because of him. Yeah. 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 I hate that he's on your team. (laughs) And this is why I'm such like old school compared to you because you're like a huge fan of the two goalie system. And whereas, and you even made a comment about it on, on one of our locked on NHL episodes where you even said, uh, you know, you're not a fan of the two goalie system because you have one guy that you could throw out there for, for 56 games a year mm. and not have to worry. Um, whereas I think, you know, this might be crazy to say, but with you guys in Colorado, I think now Darcy Kemper is that guy. I love Darcy Kemper. I think that was like one yeah. of the most underrated signings we had this offseason. And I think Darcy Kemper could be that guy. Um, yeah, you have Devon Dubnik, who he won. He won the but best. He's not game. even. No, he's I, not he didn't he even resign with him. Oh, but he didn't resign did. with him. No, wow. Um, no. Uh, so they got Pablo Francois as their backup right well, now. Well, I mean, he was he's he was the guy for a season and a half, right? Until he got injured. Yeah, he had that injury in the outdoor game a couple of years back, and then yeah. Uh, so did Dubnik even sign with anybody? I don't know. No, when I he's still hockey free reference. Agent. When I looked on hockey reference, he was still on the roster, and uh, uh, but he's yeah, a free I, agent. It, I, I think, for me, like if, if I had if, if Vasilevsky played for the Avalanche and they had, let's say, like Francois's, you know, their, his backup, uh, I wouldn't just switch to overworking that guy. I would play really? the, the two. Yeah, man, I, wow. you, you're prolonging his his career. You're, you're prolonging, you know, his, his health during the course of a season. Um, I wouldn't work him to the bone, but he's 27. Don't care. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't care. I, oh. I, I, you know, you put you put him in for the important games, obviously, uh, and he gets the vast majority of the starts. Don't get me wrong; he's your he's your ace. But uh, I would still play a system where you know he's getting days off, and you're not going to push him because you need him healthy at the right times. And then when the playoffs come, throw him to the wolves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. So. You said something interesting in all of that, and and yeah, I I kind of agree to a certain extent. I think like in a year or two, as he gets older, we'll start to see Cooper kind of taking his foot off the gas just a little bit with Vazzy. Um, but what kind of provoked the thought and everything you said was that you you stick him on another team, and we're talking about a whole other situation. But if you were to throw Vazzy on an Edmonton or Toronto or even Colorado, mm-hmm. do you get the same result in terms of wins and losses and championships? I think with Avalanche, I think I would, I, especially Edmonton, maybe not so much Edmonton because their their back end is a little shaky. But I think with Colorado, not anymore. Teams, not anymore. They got they got uh, Darnell Nurse making nine point five million dollars. So I mean, their back end is solid. I mean, I listen, Darnell. <laughs> there's been a ton of controversy about that that contract. He's hundred percent worth the money. 
but not for what the holes your team has. Oh, right. Right. That's my point. Right. And I think, I think that's what a lot of people who are against it are missed. That's the point that a lot of people are missing with that. If you're against it is that, yeah, it's a great contract. Fantastic player. He could get that money probably anywhere else, but is it worth not being Mm -hmm. able to have guys that, you know, you could pair with him on the first line or have on the second, third line. Like I don't know. a lot of people referenced Zach Rowinski's contract. Yeah. That's they could Columbus could afford to pay him that money because they're not trying to win. Like they're, they're just happy. They're like Columbus is a team that they're just happy to be there. That's what they are. They're they're <laughs> Yeah. And I, and I don't mean to be disrespectful and maybe this is a little bit biased thrown at them, but they're they're a participation trophy team but they, they've they've had some good seasons no they've had you know what i mean like, some yeah. very good seasons but i think a lot of that success is overvalued because of who they have on their team uh you know we we didn't expect them and i don't think they expected it either you they they have they've had good players i, I mean they traded one of their best players and probably one of the top 15 players in the league in dubois uh, over a little mm-hmm. dispute over, you know, your head coach who was not there anymore. Yeah. Which, you know, who was from day one trying to get rid of the, the trade piece and Patrick Line. Um, yeah. And, and you have Merziklis, who is fantastic, and, you know, Corpusalo. Uh, that's the only team where I would not mind having a two goalie system because both those guys are incredible. Um, yeah. But it, it it's. I don't know. Columbus just doesn't seem like 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 a free agent destination to no. me. You know, like it's not like a like that sexy city like New York or L.A. or something like that. And you know, those are the big markets, clearly. Yeah. And you know, those are always going to attract um, free agents. But you know, a team like Columbus, in order for you to attract free agents, you need to be good. So. You know, you, you had some good seasons and you had some yeah. guys signing there. And if and if you're not, if you're on the downswing, I think that's a tough market yeah. to to sell to a free agent and say, come here, you can be our savior. Well, it's tough. I, I think a lot of potential and future free agents saw a guy like Seth Jones say, I'm out exactly. of here, man. This is right. ridiculous. Right. And, yeah, I, I, I just I don't know. Like I feel like do you if you move that team, I mean we could have a whole nother like hour conversation about this, like mm-hmm. the 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 cities and how certain teams are just successful default due to the city and, and all the markets that they're in. But do you see them their revenue jumping and the popularity growing because if you move Columbus, if you move the Blue Jackets into Cleveland, does that change things? (laughs) Or Because, yeah, the Cavaliers, ever since LeBron left, have been absolutely unwatchable. But people still go to the games. They still have a a very good following as well. You have people that have been fans there for years. And maybe that's part of it is that the Cavaliers have that history. You know, they've been around since the 80s. Um, and and even the the Indians, the the future guardians who have been around for hundreds of years, uh, with that. So is that part of it? And then you well, also have the Browns. I mean, well, Cleveland is a good sports city. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, you know, you can get 
players that want to go there yeah uh because they know they're gonna have the backing of that city yeah each and every day or each and every week if you're football um that's why i feel like columbus i, I was i, I just I think it's a nice city, but is it a sports city? Not really, you know. So um, no, you have like you know, Cleveland is, Cincinnati is, yeah, um, and it's just Columbus got got thrown a hockey team, and they're up and down. Sometimes they know what they're doing. Sometimes it, you know they're struggling they're like, right now. They're, they're, they're almost down. yeah, they're they're almost like the Moneyball version in hockey to me because mm. they I mean they I the only thing that that team as you could see with what they've had over the past couple of years and talent wise is that they have incredible scout you could tell because a lot of these guys are homegrown yeah. and and that's that's the same thing with the athletics and that's really what it comes down to is that if you have a good front office who could nurture and build players and develop the talent that's good. It's just the only issue is keeping them around. Um, <laughs> maybe signing a guy like Zach Ruinsky to a long-term deal kind of shows and kind of sends a message to other players in the franchise and in the system. Like, listen, like this ain't so bad. Like we've been mm-hmm. successful. I mean, you know, you had, you had the, the Stanley cup, the future Stanley cup champions against the wall at one point. Yeah. Um, ju- a year just after, you know, uh, sweeping them. So, you know, right. it, I, I wouldn't say they're like a hopeless team or a hopeless franchise. No, no, but, no. They, they have but success. Like, but like, do you, if you take that team right now, the roster as it is, and, and you put the Columbus Blue Jackets in Quebec, we're talking about the the fan base and the popularity skyrocketing. And, and, and I don't know in terms of revenue how that would work because Quebec City. Right last time I heard was not exactly a small city and that's why the Nordiques didn't exactly last long there but it's I don't know I feel like the league has to kind of step in at certain points not metal but sort of give some more of a financial backing and that's just not in hockey that's everywhere like in Minnesota great sports city yeah the twins just don't want to spend money the wild Really, I don't know if they have any idea what they're doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. And I, and I had a crossover episode recently um, that hasn't actually aired yet with Seth of Lock on Wild. And he said uh. the same thing. Like, like the Zach Parise deal, he, he wasn't so much surprised it happened, more so how it happened. Like him getting bought out. But like that deal was oh, just from the start. Like yeah. just giving, he's 37 and I believe he still has like three, four years left on his contract. Go, Abs, go!